evening and welcome on into another episode of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5 and anywhere in the world on the free iHeartRadio app. You can download that while we're live here from 5 to 6 every Saturday. You can search News Talk, AM 1130 or you can search Outdoor Adventures and find our podcast there anytime, anywhere. I'm Stan Poggle, your average everyday outdoorsman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion. My co-host, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak on the line. And I, I heard over the weekend, Kudak, you started a new uh, driving school out there at the International Motorcycle Show. People were really impressed. Well, yeah, yeah. We, you know, <laughs> we know that you, you've been driving around down in the cities with your girlfriend and the motorcycle with the sidecar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had enough phone calls that uh, they see you uh, after hours driving around, and they figured that I should probably start a school to straighten you up a little bit. Yeah, that's always helpful, and I understand you have a uh, artist uh, that you know that may have uh, come up with an interesting uh, caricature, if you will, and uh, people may be seeing that as w- as well online here soon, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a picture of a gal driving your motorcycle with the sidecar mm-hmm. on, and, and you and the sidecar uh, kind of uh, tipped over a little bit. Oh, no, that would never happen. You know that. I'm I'm about as straight lace as they come in the area. Well, you know, I've been hanging around with you long enough, babysitting you long enough. I know that's not true. Exactly. Now, you've had a uh, kind of a long day. You actually had to do a little bit of work today. Uh, why don't you let the folks know what you're doing, and I think you're doing it tomorrow, too, right? Yep, yep. I'm uh, at Cabela's and Rogers uh, down there for clam, selling their their fish houses and their pub houses. And Mike Rogers was with me today, and Dave Gens will be there. And it was a pretty pretty good day. Cabela's got big sales on everything, and a lot of people around. A lot of a lot of good stuff. A lot of good deals. I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on. The Cadros, you know, they saw I saw a lot of Cadros down there today, and uh, you know, it, it's a pretty good deal. There's a lot of a lot of other reps down there from Aquaview and Hummingbird and, you know, the Vexlar reps are down there. I mean, uh, it, if you want a good deal, Cabela's got a good deal going on. And we'll be down there, I think, 9 to nine to 3 tomorrow or something like that. Uh, so stop on in and, you know, see what's there. Yep, so you can see Kudak there at the Cabela's and Rogers coming up here uh, tomorrow, Sunday, and uh, get some great deals there. And I know a lot of people itching to get out. I had a chance to roam around the West Metro here and check a few ice conditions. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be getting out here at least for the next few days, especially with the sounds like warmer temperatures coming up here for the rest of the weekend and into early next week. But I want to remind people to be safe out there. Don't be stupid. Don't be brave. Uh, Wear your life jacket and all that fun stuff. But other things coming up on the show, we'll chat more about that with our first guest, Nancy Kep, who is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But also, I know we've chatted about this off the air a little bit, Kudak, and we'll get into it probably in the final segment here, but the wheelhouse uh, uh, registration or uh, license fee that they added this year. Also, they got some new uh, Northern Pike regulations that are going to be starting up coming next season in the spring. And then, of course, uh, Upper Red, they went back to the four-fish limit that they had in the summer, I believe it was. Um, but this is the first one they've had in the winter for a while. Um, and then, uh, Malax, you're going to get to keep a walleye there, too. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Briggs up at Wigwam, and uh, they're letting some people out on four-wheelers up at Wigwam. Uh, Red Lake, they're letting four-wheelers out. You know, 
you guys get warm weather down there, we get a little colder weather here. I mean, we we were fishing last week on a few lakes up by Aiken there, Lake Stan we were on, and uh, Lake XXX we were mm-hmm. on. And, uh, you know, you, you got to be careful. I mean, we talked to the guys at the ice show last week in the Nebulas for your snowmobile and your four-wheeler, but, you know, ice is never safe. you got to be careful. If you're going ice fishing. I mean, when I went down, when I left to go to Rogers this morning, I... You know, every every other vehicle going up 169 had a wheelhouse behind it, or or a four or a big trailer with four wheelers on it. You know, the people are getting antsy. Everybody wants to go fishing, but you know what? Talk to your resorters, your bait stores. You know, just don't go driving around out there because uh, east side of Blacks there was ice and. Ten feet away, there was open water. Yeah, that's the way it is here too. I know Minnetonka, kind of the west edge there. I was checking there. Spring Park Bay was pretty much froze over. A Black Lake was froze over. Cooks had quite a ways to go. Harrison's was froze over. But then you got to the east side. Uh, you know the bigger bays; they were pretty much wide open. So definitely, I uh, want to check in with the local bait shops and uh, marinas and and uh, resorts to make sure that you uh, get back safe as well. And speaking of that, we're going to head up and find out if there's any ice up on uh, Lake Minnewaska and Lake Reno up in that area, Alexandria, Glenwood area. Our good friend Nancy Cap is on the line. How are we doing, Nancy? We're doing really good. I don't I don't sound very good, but we're doing good. She's always chipper, even with a cold. I thought Kudak, maybe she was out partying last night, but uh, she she at least won't admit that. But apparently well, she come down with a little bit of the creeping crud. So. I, I'm thinking that she, her and her girly friends were, it was it was Friday last night, so there must have been a band somewhere up in that north country <laughs> over there where she's at. And they got, you know, they ain't going to tell you they were out partying, yeah. but they were out partying. <laughs> I'm really going to burst your bubble. I was sleeping by 8.30 last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I was in bed at 6. <laughs> well, that's probably the truth because he had to be up early today, Nancy, so he probably was in bed at 6 because I think I called him about 7.30 and he didn't answer. So he was either up to no good or he was passed out, one of the two. But there you um, go. what's the latest going on in Minnewaska? I noticed you're having a not only, a, you know, a lot of people do the ice out, but you're doing ice in competition through Kep's Bait up there in uh, Glenwood. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yep. If you go to the Kep's Bait Facebook page, um, you got to scroll down through a couple of posts, but I have a, a one-of-a-kind Kep's sweatshirt on there that says Pro Staff on it. Um, and you can guess the date that the Minnewaska is fully going to be locked up with ice. Right now, there's still open water out there. Um, so it's not, I, I don't know when it's going to happen, but hopefully it's going to be soon. But just, you know, for people to be very, very careful. And you were seeing off the air here, you were out and, you know, the spot you were on was like seven, eight inches, but then there was just open water a ways away. So you definitely got to keep your eyes open. Yeah, I, you know, I just got off the lake. I was on Lake Reno. Um, where I was, there was, like you said, seven to eight inches, but um, a quarter of a mile away is the open water. Um, some guy really must not value his life that well because I bet you no more than 30 feet from where the open water was, he had a four-wheeler and a portable. Well, you don't have to. Stupid. <laughs> you can't fix stupid. I know, I know, I know. By the way, Nancy, thanks for that nice sweatshirt you gave me last weekend when Stan wasn't around. <laughs> you too, I tell you what. I you, I can't leave you two alone for a minute. And I know, happen, right? You know? <laughs> So uh, they can uh, like your Facebook page, Kep's Bait, and uh, then they can get in on that competition to win some uh, goodies for this upcoming winter season. 
Um, so uh, I guess we can't really get into when you think maybe it's going to happen, but I'm guessing <laughs> next uh, couple of weeks here I would think would be a pretty good guess. Yeah, I would think so. You know, um, it's looking back at all the records, we might actually set a record for the longest before it actually got ice covered. Because um, there was 2013, it was the second week in November already, mm-hmm. and then Alaska was covered. So yeah, we've had some uh, definitely uh, some tough uh, ice years here in the past couple yeah. of seasons. But uh, Nancy Kep is our guest from uh, Kep's Bait. You can check them out at kepsbait.com. Chatting uh, Lake Minnewaska, Lake Reno, and the uh, surrounding areas up there. Also, uh, she's part of a walleye stocking program there in Lake Minnewaska. Becoming an Outdoors Woman program, the Monaco program. She's involved with everything. I don't know where she gets the time, but uh, we're going to chat all about all of that coming up next when Outdoor Adventures continues here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere in the world on the free iHeartRadio app. I wasn't born for digging deep holes. I'm not made for paving long roads. I ain't cut out to Wait climb highland poles, but... Back with more Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 1035, and anywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. I tell you what, Kudak, I can't wait to be sitting in the fishing house uh, ripping one down. Oh, I'm sure that you probably got a, a cooler in the back of your truck already cooling down. Well, that's what's great about the wintertime. You know, you got that 8-inch hole. You know, some people like the 10-inch, but... Yeah, you get the cans, and those things float when they're full. So it's it's a uh, natural, naturally ice cold cooler out there. It's great. Well, you know, Bruce over at Ice Buster Bobbers there, Bozier, he's got that that fish well. Mm-hmm. And that holds exactly a case of beer. Really? Well, I'm gonna have to uh, test that theory out this winter. Maybe I have one of those. Besides fish, you can put beer in it, and it'll keep it nice and cold. And as you pull one out, the next one floats to the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah, Nancy says she's going to have to keep that in mind, too. Nancy Kemp is our guest from uh, KempsBait.com. And uh, uh, not quite frozen over up there on Reno and Minnewaska yet, but uh, I know the fishing's always good up there. And I hear you guys are also doing the walleye stocking program. And I guess you've been doing this. I chatted with you down at the ice show for a few years already. But uh, you've kind of adjusted a little bit. Can you tell the folks a little bit about that? Yeah, this year what we did is we put in larger walleyes. So we didn't put in the numbers that we normally put in. Um, but instead of putting in, you know, like the, the 5, 10-inch walleyes this year, we went to the, like the 13s, 12, 13s. So we went a little bit bigger, hoping that, you know, they get their big, you know, I shouldn't say big, but for a fingerling, they're big. Um, that hopefully their life expectancy will be a little bit longer. Um, they'll grow to get bigger. They won't get eaten by other prey. Um, and hopefully they'll grow up to be that three-inch walleye everybody wants to catch. And when do you, uh, do you normally just do that one time a year or spring and fall, or when do you normally do that? Um, we normally do it right in the fall, right okay. before it looks like the lake's going to freeze up. And, and Nancy, you know, every, everybody knows that you have, you have kept bait there on uh, 25 and uh, 55 and uh, right in, in Minnewaska there, or Glenwood, Glenwood, I should say. And you got everything in that store. You got a deli in there. You got bait tackle, uh, whatever people want. 
they can come in there and pick your brain. You'll tell them where to go fish it, and you've got everything that people need right there. Absolutely, we do. Um, I also have maps for people and my helpers. So when people come in and they ask questions about the lake conditions, I have a map of, of Minnewaska and Reno where there's open water right now. Um, as I think it's really important for people to know that, especially if they're coming up, say, next weekend, and maybe that ice froze over this week, mm-hmm. possibly. You know, so they're going to go out in the bay on Reno, have eight inches of ice. They're going to go 500 feet, and it's probably only going to be an inch. Yeah, and it's so, definitely changing a lot this time of the year, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So we just kind of we have maps to show the people, just you know, because we worry about their safety. And you know, when we say there's eight inches of ice, that doesn't mean there's eight inches of ice everywhere on the lake. Yeah, exactly. Now we're going to get into a little bit here uh, into some of your uh, things you're involved with to get people involved with the outdoors. But I, I thought I saw something about where well, you got a new mascot there at the bait shop too. Yeah. It sounds like a little stinker to me. <laughs> Did Kudak show up or what? Can I swear on here? No, you can't swear on the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, funny, cute story. Um, I bring her to work with me because I'm potty training her. So, trying, you know, instead of having her be home by herself for like eight hours. Well, yesterday I brought her here and she just was not feeling good at all. Um, just like basically laid on the floor all day. Couldn't figure out what was wrong. Well, she had to go to the vet for her shot after work, and I brought her up there, and I told the vet, I'm like, she hasn't been feeling good all morning, not acting herself, not eating, blah, blah, blah. And so he checked her out, and then they're like, oh, you got to give a poop sample. Great. Yeah. Just what I want to do. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I, I gave him that after, you know, it took a while. I got it, brought it up there. Um, and then I got home. It was like 7 o'clock, and I noticed underneath the couch there's like a big round circle where she ate all the freaking carpet off. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so the vet calls like literally an hour later, and she's like, um, we found some carpet fiber in Bella's <laughs> poop. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what, fuzzy then. <laughs> what kind of dog did you get then? It's a golden doodle. Oh, nice. Nice yeah. nice little fluffy, uh, fluffy dog. Yeah, the mom's a poodle and the dad's a golden retriever. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 are so much fun when they're little. Mm-hmm. Good. Because I I my black I had a female black lab that oh she was a sweetheart but I'll tell you what, as soon as you turned your back on her, she was into everything. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's kind of like the terrible twos with real kids, huh? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, we got a few minutes here left, Nancy. Let's get into uh, some of the other things you're involved with. One is becoming an outdoors woman. Uh, What does that program do, and uh, what do you do as far as involvement with that? Well, um, what it is, it's a program through the Minnesota DNR, and there's actually a Facebook page um, that says Becoming Becoming an Outdoor Woman of Minnesota is their Facebook page, and you can go on there. They also have a link on the Minnesota DNR website that you can go to where it says Becoming an Outdoor Woman. Um, And basically what it does is it's people teaching other women who want to learn about different things. Um, I do a seminar in June is when I put it on. It's on Lake Minnewaska. Um, The girls stay at Peter's Resort. They come in Friday night. We take a boat cruise around the lake. Saturday morning um, we go fishing or Saturday afternoon. It kind of depends. I was going to do fishing in the afternoon after we do, I do like a five hour seminar and then go fishing. But this year the wind and the weather was kind of crazy. So we fished in the morning and then the seminar in the afternoon. Um, they learn how to clean fish. 
They get to fillet fish by themselves. Um, at night, on Saturday night, I have a little fish fry for all the gals. Um, then we go out fishing again Sunday morning from like 7 till noon, and then they have to uh, be out of their rooms at Peter's by that time. But Well, I know so if you need fun. a chaperone, I'm sure Kudak would be more than happy to volunteer if there's a bunch of sure. women around. Yeah, he could be a guide. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've I've uh, I've did my guiding with with lots of women, and I'll tell you what, I've had some of my funnest times fishing with women because <laughs> when when you tell them something, they learn. They got more patience than a guy, and I'll tell you what, they can catch fish them some of them girls. Oh yes, they can. Yep, the girls did really good this year. I was really proud of them. Um, we had like thirty mile an hour winds in Minnewaska. It was brutal. All the girls stayed out. None of them came in. Um, they were just, they're total troopers. Super good. So, well, next you know, time you do one of them, make sure you get a lot of pictures and you send them on our Facebook page so all the people can see it. Yep, I will do that. And another thing you're involved with, uh, Nancy, is the Minocqua program. And from what I understand, that's that's more geared towards kids, huh? Yes, that's um, out at the Minnewaska Middle School. And I do the fifth grade classes, the classes that I teach. There's five different classes of fifth grade that I have to teach. So I'll be out there for five hours every Wednesday for the next nine weeks um, and teaching them about uh, aquatic resources. And which which is, uh, I'm sure you get their attention the whole time and them kids soak every little bit of it they can. Um, there's still a few kids that have no desire or no interest, but for the most part, yes, the kids love it. Um, I have a lot of great sponsors and uh, people that help out and give free stuff to the kids, so of course, they love all that. Um, after I'm done with the whole entire program, then I take them all ice fishing. So I tell you, this year I got, I think, 91, no, 99 to 101 kids, depending. They weren't really sure on the head count for that right now because some kids are leaving and a couple new ones are coming. But um, So I'll take them all ice fishing, hopefully in the middle of February. Um, and then in March, we're going to do a, a field trip and go over to the uh, Fishing Hall of Fame over in Little Falls. So I'll just take all the kids over there to do that. Um, and then last year in April, it was kind of cool. We brought in a bunch of sunfish and crappies, and all the kids had to learn how to flay a fish. And then we had like a little treasure hunt where they had to find the stomach and find the intestines. And Ooh, that had to be a messy day for those kids. I bet you they were loving it, especially the boys. <laughs> oh, you know what? The girls were the really? ones. Really? Like, See, those they oh. were always the ones that were freaked out when we dissected the frogs, but the the, oh, the guys loved it. Yeah, there was a couple girls that were really freaked out, but there was a, two sets of girls that were just like, I'm like, you guys are going to be surgeons, and when you get up there and thank everybody, remember to thank your Minocqua teacher for teaching you how to dissect a fish. <laughs> there you go. Nancy Kep is our guest, uh, kepsbait.com. Um, anything else you'd like to add here in the last couple of minutes, Nancy? Uh, nope. Just if you're in the area, stop up at Kep's and check us out. And um, we got just about everything you need. we got ice shelters, augers, everything to get you on the ice. And I'm sure you guys uh, probably that's that walleye program that you have up there, like the one we have down here on Minnetonka. I'm guessing it's uh, more uh, donation based. So, how do people uh, get a hold of you for that? As far as if they'd like to donate or maybe even help out when you uh, yep. toss them in the lake, they can go to my website kepsbait.com, and uh, there's a tab on there where it says contact us, and they can just go ahead and write their information. That inquiry will come right to my email. 
and then I can, you know, direct them from there as to where the money can be sent to and, um, and get them a receipt, and, and we'll go from there. And you do have some fishing tournaments out in that country on some of them lakes this winter coming up too, don't you, Nancy? Um, we did have one. The Lake Association was going to put one on this year, but the two of the guys that were 99% responsible for it stepped down from their positions with the Lake Association. So we decided not to have it, but I have been hearing some talk about a couple of different 4-H groups that are going to be putting on tournaments on Minnewaska. Haven't heard any dates yet or nothing, but um, you know I'll definitely have that on my website once I find out more information on that as well and our Facebook page. Well, you're a trooper, Nancy. We'll let you uh, get back into the uh, NyQuil here, and I hope you're feeling better here soon. All right. Thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Nancy Kep. you can check them out at uh, kepsbait.com, Minute Lake Minnewaska Arena. They can give you all the ice conditions there in the Glenwood and Alex area. Um, also, if you'd like to get a hold of her about the Becoming an Outdoors Woman program or the Minocqua program that she does in the area schools, you can also find her there at Kep's bait.com and uh kuduk i had a chance to go down to the motorcycle show last night of course you know it's always work 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 for me so i didn't really get time to browse a lot but i found this cool app and i'll tell you what not only can i probably use this thing but you can actually use it too it was pretty cool it's an app where you can so it's for like group riders or even fishermen i guess could use it too snowmobilers atvers but basically there's just a few basic icons that pop up on your phone so let's say you got to stop and uh get something to eat you hit the food button and then it notifies all the riders in your group so if you're on a cycle or a snowmobile or a trail or whatever it notifies the rest of your group it sends like an instant message basically uh to the group and then uh you know what's going on so if you got to stop for gas if you're running out of gas or if you have an emergency or breakdown you can notify your friends and let them know so it's a pretty cool thing but what the whole thing is, if you got that phone stuffed in your snowmobile suit or your 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 clothes, how are you gonna know? Well, there are devices that go on your handlebars, Kudak. Duh. Well, you know that's high tech. <laughs> I I would know nothing about that stuff. Well, well, you maybe learn something here. Well, we're gonna have that next, and then me and you are gonna come back for the final segment. I'll be solo on the next one because I was there by myself last night because you were busy working too up at uh, Cabela's, but uh, we still have a lot to talk about as far as ice fishing goes. I know you're all fired up about the wheelhouse uh, uh, tax, as we'll call it. Also, I uh, got some new regulation on uh, Northern Pike coming this spring, and we'll get a couple of changes in the uh, walleye slots and limits on a couple of uh, northern lakes as well. We'll do that, and uh, we'll have that interview from the motorcycle show coming up next here on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5. And on the iHeartRadio app. We're back into the second half of Outdoor Adventures right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere in the world on the free iHeartRadio app. Doing this one solo, my buddy uh, Chris Kudak, he is, uh, I don't know what he's doing right now, but I am down at the International Motorcycle Show, and it's been a fun show, lots of custom bikes, lots of uh, new bikes, 
Um, they got some uh, stunt guys you can check out on our Facebook page. Just search Outdoor Adventures for that. But you know, Kudak and I like to, we're technologically advanced. But we're going to have somebody, Noah here, who's going to tell us a little about a new technology here down at the International Motorcycle Show at the Minneapolis Convention Center. And this is a real cool app. Uh, you're here featuring it on some handlebars for a motorcycle, but I'm sure it can be used for sleds, ATVs, whatever. But uh, explain a little bit what Roadlinks is, Noah. Roadlinks is a speechless group communication phone app that uses six basic icons uh, that range anywhere from your low on gas to food. If you have to go to the bathroom, if you've got an emergency vehicle coming up, it's six simple one-touch buttons that are kind of out of the way when you're riding. Um, you'll just hit one of them and everybody in your group will get a notification on their phone that uses the app showing that someone in the group needs to stop and get gas or go to the bathroom or they're getting hungry. Mm -hmm. um, it's a nice simple alternative compared to linking up headsets with different riders or trying to shoot out a text and being lost in the group. Well, this is a great thing, I mean, because if you are a group rider, I'm usually uh, riding a lot during the day, so I don't do a lot of group riding. But if you're out, you know, with a group of people and all of a sudden you get those old guys riding with you, you know, they got to stop and go to the bathroom like every 20 minutes, right? Yep, so, yep. so this is a cool thing. You can just, uh, it's right there. You mount it right on your handlebars and it just runs off a regular, what, smartphone or yep, iPhone any, or whatever? Uh, iPhone, Android, anything that has access to the app store, you can run it. It's got a very low battery draw on your bike. You can have GPS going at the same time, music going while you're running the app. It's a very versatile app that you can use on pretty much anything. Chatting with Noah down here at the International Motorcycle of Outdoor Adventures, talking about Roadlinks. It's a cool new app they got out. Uh, the old man is chicken to be on the radio, so we're talking to his kid right now. But he, he's probably the brains behind the operation. I'm just going to say that right now already anyway. But a good job, old man. You taught him well. But uh, this is just cool. So you got, okay, you got the bathroom, the gas, uh, food, taking a picture. You got a breakdown. The one I like the best is is if there's an emergency vehicle that you see maybe and you want to maybe warn your buddies that are uh, tailing a little bit behind you, you got that too. So our emergency vehicle button, uh, it's used, we have a deaf riders group that likes to use it because they can't hear emergency vehicles coming behind them. Um, the, sports, the sports bike guys like it a lot more um, when they see, you know, 5-0 up ahead. Yep. They like to warn everybody in their group to slow down a little bit and ride a little more responsibly. Now, not only do you have the road links that, you know, if you're doing some group riding, you can notify your friends. It's just, and I mean, Kudak, believe it or not, listeners, he could even figure this one out. I mean, it's just literally right on your screen. They have the six icons there. All you got to do is hit point. All of a sudden, a second later, it beeps on your buddy's phone, it beeps on my phone, it beeps on your phone. So you know whether I'm, I'm getting getting the munchies or I want to stop and take a picture of myself or whatever. Uh, it's a great thing, road links. And another thing you guys were talking about, and I really wish we had smartphones back in the day because this is one of the coolest things ever. And, and now you're keeping it away from the people that we don't want to see this, but you have another cool app. Uh, for those gearheads and those guys that like to go fast, it sounds like. So we have another app coming out very soon called Racing Trash. And the app basically makes your vehicle a game controller with drag racing. You can link up with another buddy um, anywhere in the world and you can virtually race them in your vehicle at any point in time. It gives you live eighth, half mile, and quarter mile results wow. on the go. 
and then um, as you race, it'll give you your response time, your top speed, average speed, all the statistics you would have at a normal drag strip, but you can use it virtually anywhere off your phone. So now, now I'm guessing you can use this is can use this as like a singer player mode. So if you are at a racetrack, um, you basically can get your stage times and all that and kind of store it too. Yep, you sure can. Um, there's a lot getting worked into the app at the moment. It is in development, so we're open to all kinds of ideas and. There's a lot to come out of it in the future. When do you think uh, that's going to be available? Do you have any timeline at all? But uh, It's going to be out two weeks, and we're actually looking for test pilots to go out and test it for us. Um, and by the first of the year, it'll be available. Well, if, I, if any of you listeners got a fast car or fast motorcycle, you uh, email us here at Outdoor or Adventures. And Well, yeah, you could even race a lot. I know my buddy Kudok that does a show with me. He's out on the lake right now trying to fall through, but uh, I know he would probably be interested in the lawnmower segment of it because he doesn't like to go more than about 10, 15 miles an hour. Yeah, so we can run low speeds, high speeds. Um, I got some friends that are going to be racing. One will be in Sioux Falls. One will be in Arizona and Phoenix. They're actually going to be racing their uh, concrete pump trucks. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I mean, sure, it, it, it's insane. I'm sure the foreman's real yeah. happy about well, that one. Well, there's the two owners that are oh, competing. Oh, okay, one that's how they get away with it. Yeah, they got two different brands. They're always talking about whose pump truck's better. And when I told them about the app, they can literally, one can be in Arizona, one can be in another part of the country, and can race heads up. And I noticed, too, you guys showed it to me. It's really cool. It's actually it comes up on your screen and it actually has you know the red the yellow and the green light so if you jump the start it'll notify you in your red flag yeah you're disqualified and immediately and yeah it's yeah you literally can race anybody in the world heads up it's all live this is insane i like i say i wish they had had this back when i did have a little bit of faster car but i'm getting getting to that age now where i value my life a little bit more so so maybe i'll uh, get the old zero turnout and uh pop a few wheelies on that and see if we i got a high speed one of those and see if i can uh, uh play some bets that way but i want to go back to the road links one more time uh where do you see this going down the road do you see um any additions to it i mean obviously what you have on there is i got one more that i've been contemplating on adding and I think I'm gonna and if somebody goes down it will inform everybody in your group immediately mm -hmm. you don't have to push a button anything okay and it will inform everybody that there was a bad situation chatting with Noah and Chad here of uh, road links down at the International Motorcycle Show here on Outdoor Adventures and of course I got to ask you uh, just go to the App Store or where do you get yep, it you just go to the App Store and grab it there at the Apple or Google okay so uh, come and see him down here. Uh, what, what are the hours of show tomorrow on Sunday? Uh, you know, I'm thinking it's 9 to 8. 9 to 8, okay. 9 to 8. So come and see him. They'll be here all day uh, here yet tonight for a couple more hours here Saturday. And then uh, as well all day again Sunday at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Come and see him. It's Road Links. And what was it? That, that racing app, I mean, I just can't get over it. What's the name of that one? That's called Racing Trash. Racing, racing trash. trash. So you can uh, find both of those in your uh, App Store, uh, Google Play Store, or the iStore, or whatever it's called. Um, road links and uh, racing trash as well. So you can actually, whether you got a lawnmower, a bicycle, or, tricycle, or you know, you maybe maybe you got a couple old ladies at the nursing home that want to take a race in their walker. You know, you can even do that. That would be rascal scooters. You yeah. can run them things in the mall. <laughs> the neighborhood dog. It's endless possibilities with this stuff. So come and check it out if you're uh, not a. Uh, uh, 
techie guy like me, this is one that I think pretty much anybody, myself, Chris Kudak, my co-host, anybody can run this thing. It's very simple. You can find it in your app store, Road Links, or uh, Racing Trash as well. That's the cool one I want to look at. But uh, come and see them. They're here all day, to, or uh, night tonight, uh, here on Saturday, as well as all day on Sunday at the Minneapolis Convention Center. It's the International Motorcycle Show. We'll have more coming up here on Outdoor Adventures a little bit later on. I want to thank Nancy Kept for joining us uh, from Minnewaska here a bit earlier. But uh, maybe bring Chris Kudak in here for the final segment of Outdoor Adventures. We could have a little bit more here from the Motorcycle Show, or we could uh, get back into a little hunting, fishing, maybe a little BSing. You never know, but we'll wrap things up here next on Outdoor Adventures on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130, FM 103.5, and anywhere in the world on the free iHeartRadio app. segment of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm your host, Stan Poggle. Also, my good friend, Chris Kudak, legendary guide and freshwater fishing hall of famer, joining me here. And I want to remind you, this is a live show from 5 to 6. Uh, I'm not real good at it, Kudak, of uh, handing out the phone number, but if you'd like to call in, 651-989-585. Five, and you can uh, ask us a question, uh, rip on us, tease us, whatever you want to do. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five. But we have a few minutes here, Kudak. I wanted to go over a few things. I'm not sure uh, which one I should start with. I, I want to get you going here a little bit. So let's start with the Northern Pike first. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this, but uh, they basically did the dividing the state up into three sections. So you got one section's kind of the Arrowhead section. And then basically, not including that, from 94 up north to the border, that's another section. And then from 94, basically, south to Iowa is is the next section. And uh, I guess they're trying to get a little bit, trying to eliminate the hammer handles, they're saying. Well, you know, a lot of the, you know, like blacks, a lot of the guys catch the big ones, they throw them back. It's like a muskie. They, they don't eat them, they throw them back. Uh, and you get a lot of these lakes that I fish that are, are full of them. I mean, they're just, some of you can keep sick, some of you can do this. I mean, yep. we got some lakes that, you know, we got to thin them out because they're a predator fish. They take the, 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 the pan fish and they just, they're eat, they're eating machines. Yep. You got to clean some of them out. Instead of throwing them back, let's, let's, you know, let's give a limit of 15 of them. Far as well, you're getting, you're getting, you're, they're almost there uh, in the north central zone. That's that's basically everybody uh, 94 north, except for you know up in that Ely area, Duluth, Grand Marais, kind of that Arrowhead. Where you know uh, I I don't know a lot of people that fish that area to begin with, but um, anywhere in that area. So from 94 basically north up to the border, uh, 10 northern pike, not more than two longer than 26. And then all from 22 to 26 must be released. So, I mean, here we go again. you got to keep an eye on things in that regulation book because it just seems to change all the time. Now, that little arrowhead region, that's going to be, um, you only get to keep two pike there. Anything from 30 to 40, you need to give back. And then only one fish over 40. And then in the south 
uh, corridor. So basically from 94 down south to the border. Um, That's also two fish and a minimum size of 24 inches. So a little bit different in each region, but in where most of the state falls, basically it's about two-thirds of the state from 94 up towards the border. 10 northern pike, uh, no two longer than 26, and then just 22 to 26, that's the slot you can't keep. Uh, You know what? Keep them from zero to whatever. Let's clean some of them out of these lakes because there's so many of them in these lakes that open it up for a year and see how it goes. I mean, let's get some of them out of there. Let's let people catch them. I mean, their state's got so many regulations. Well, ten, isn't, isn't 10 enough? I mean, I, I know I can't eat 10 northerns yeah, from, I, I, you know. 10, yeah, but let's keep keep any size. I mean, let's keep whatever. I mean, if a guy guy wants to take his kid out and catch one, and may, maybe get to 26. And, you know, let him take it home and eat it. Half the people ain't going to catch 10 in a day anyways. Yeah, that is true. I'd agree with you on that. Well, uh, so keep your eye on that. It's not going to obviously go into effect until uh, the springtime. So, and there are different regulations for people that are spearing too. So keep that in mind if you're a spear. Uh, make sure you check those regulations because those are going to be changing. I mean, not until uh, next year the way it looks, but uh, there are a little bit different regulations as far as the spearing goes. Um, upper red for this winter. I believe it was like this a couple of years ago, and I know it was this way in the summer. But you get four walleye up there. Only one longer than 17 inches. I know last year I think it was uh, three. So uh, you can keep one more up there at red this year, only one over 17. Yeah, you know, I talked to I talked to Briggsy up at Wigwam when we were at the show last week, and I talked to him here the other day again. And they're getting some ice up there. They're they're letting four-wheelers and side-by-sides go out. You know, each resort's different. Red, you know, they had some problems there. But, you know, it's been cold enough. You know, and then again, you 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 got to be you got to you know use common sense. Talk to the resort or mm-hmm. talk to these guys that are out checking ice every day, and listen to what they're saying. I mean, ice ice is never safe, but then again, you know, you take the four wheelers out or the side by sides. You know, everybody wants you to be safe. They don't want you to go up there and get hurt, get into trouble, because they're going to have to come out and get you. Yeah. I mean, relax. Well, actually, the same way. I mean, we can go fish the bays right now. There's ice in the bays, but a lot of these guys venture out. I mean, I see a lot of wheelhouses going up. You know, I take my four-wheeler. I got a nebulous on it. I got a lift, uh, a floating suit that I wear, you know, and my four-wheeler floats. So, you know, and I, I'm, I'm careful. I mean, I've been doing this a long, long time. You know, you talk to the people that are around the lake and the guides that are around the lake. You know, give a guy a call. I mean, you go on the... Go on outdoor weekly magazines, and they get guides in there with reports, and it don't take nothing but a you know, few minutes to dial up your phone and call them and, and to be safe. Yeah, and we apologize to the fat guys out there, but what's the rule, Kudak? Always let the fat guy go first. That's right. Let the fat guy go first. That's uh, but. That's why I lost a lot of weight. That's skinny. Yeah, exactly. Um, so keep that in mind, all kidding aside. Uh, you know, my buddies. Over the years, you know, they kind of gave me a little razz, you know, here. But now they're used to it, obviously, and I basically told them to go shove it. But I, even when there's two feet of ice, I, I always carry one of those, just the cheesy, you know, orange life jackets because I've, I mean, in shallow water, and I knew it was shallow and I wasn't going to have much of a problem, but I even had it on then. But out at the marina doing some work on the ice fence, I fell through here a few years ago. I tell you what, I didn't have any spikes with me at the time, and I, I got out, 
with the help of my buddy, but every time I tried to get out myself, my hands just kept slipping, and I was only in about five feet of water, but I couldn't get my fat butt out of there. Well, you know, they got stuff on the market now. They got the lift suits. They got, you know, they got, you know, yeah, it's it, what we, we used to do years ago is take a rope, tie it around our waist. So we had 150 feet of rope that we were dragging behind us. We, we tied it on our four-wheelers on the back racks and dragged that rope. So if you did get in trouble, there was a rope to pull you out. You tied that rope around your waist or, you know, up underneath your shoulders or whatever, and you drag it with you. But yeah. if, if, you know, something happened, you did fall in, well, they don't have to crawl out there and try to grab you at the edge of the ice. Now they got a rope that they can help you get out. Yeah, exactly. So uh, just keep it safe and uh, don't worry about how silly you look. Uh, it's better to come back and have another day to fish than uh, not come back and never fish again at all. So uh, keep that in mind as you're heading out. Like you said, there's some ice up. I got a text here from Briggsy, too. I texted him before the show. Sounds like there's about 8 to 10 inches out to uh, Pine Island or so, and it gets a little rough after that. But uh, definitely some fishing going on. I also checked in with a buddy. He has a place up on Leech. He says there's about six there by his place. Now, he doesn't know about the whole lake, but at least in that specific area. But once again, you know, check out the resorts, the guides in the area, and the bait shops. They'll let you know. And then uh, also a buddy of mine was out on Winnie, and he said there was about a foot where he was at out there. He was doing some spearing, so I I believe. So um, definitely some areas you can get out and uh, get on the ice a little bit. You bet. And then, you know, muzzleloader season closes tomorrow, I believe. And I'll tell you what, some of the guys around around this area shot some dandy, dandy bucks this year over by the state land over on the east side of 169. Uh, some big bucks got shot, uh, you know, shot out of there. Uh, around where I left, some nice big bucks got shot. A lot, of, a lot of deer around, a lot of pheasants around. So, I mean, it was, it was all together, it's a, a good season. But, you know, now we still, the bull hunters can still hunt for a while yet. So, yeah. and, and, you know, Christmas is coming, and... It's a good time of year. Stuff is starting to turn around and come, 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 you know, where a guy can fish, hunt, and do whatever. Yeah, I'm interested to see what uh, Santa's going to be bringing me here for uh, Christmas time. But uh, one thing the Grinch brought us, uh, Kuduk, according to you, is uh, the new wheelhouse shelter license. That's 15 bucks now. So uh, there's another uh, fee a lot of us have to pay. And, and you know, I, I just had an email here last night. They invited me to the DNR roundtable. I got to respond to it, and I can't remember the dates of it. Oh, boy, I don't know if they want you to show up for that, to be honest. Well, I'm thinking they probably just sent it because they probably figured I'll be doing something then, but I just might have to show up for that just to see what's going on. They had a big meeting up here at uh, Malax again here the other day about the Malax deal, and I talked to a few people, and they said it was another waste of time. Yeah, well, that's a continuing thing, but at least for now, anyway, you got one fish up there. I mentioned that too. Uh, what is it? One over twenty-eight, and then uh, one between twenty and twenty-two. So not much, but you know enough to uh, get a meal out of it. But like we we're talking to Dean from Agate Bay here a couple of weeks ago. The nice thing about going up there is, even though you maybe can't keep a whole limit, um, you can at least have some fun and, and catch some nice fish up there. Yeah, you can go out there. I mean, where I put my house every year, I mean, you can go out there and catch 15, 20 fish. And they're all nice fish. I mean, they're fun to catch. You really eat them, yeah. But they're fun to catch. And, you know, like you, you, you bring your, your half gallon and your couple cases of beer and you yep. go out there with your buddies and have a good time. Exactly. That is a legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak. 
I'm Stan Poggle, your average everyday fisherman and two-time reigning bottle bass champion, black Republican, black Democrat. That show is coming up next. Don't forget, you can find us on Facebook. Just search Outdoor Adventures. If you didn't catch the whole show, you can download it for free anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Download that and search Outdoor Adventures. And also find us on Facebook. All of our episodes are posted there weekly as well. For Chris Kudak, I'm Stan Poggle here on Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 FM 103.5 and the iHeartRadio app. Yeah.